0: Just just keep warming up. Just
1: don't, don't um, mind me. Don't mind. Let's name all the things that have been sticky this weekend. What's the hands. Things that have been sticky. <laughs> My Go hands. To. Every surface. <laughs>
0: Josie's feet. <laughs> My face. <laughs> the the railing of the uh, stairs.
1: <laughs> the floor in front of the fridge. <laughs> that was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> did i tell you what happened no. no you've kept this secret from us the whole time yeah. no it was last night no i i, I was like very hungry i became very aggressively hungry at like twelve fifteen last night when i had already like settled myself down i
0: did hear something i thought
1: it was, i was like it's a ghost <laughs> it was not a ghost it was, it was a me um uh, so i i didn't want to turn any lights on because i didn't know who Why was you like out of my arm? right that's what it's claire's arm <laughs> Uh, and so I wandered down the spiral staircase because I was like, oh, my God, I have pizza. There's so much pizza in the fridge. Yeah. Um, and so I went out to get pizza and I didn't know there was an open open can of pears. <laughs> so I just jammed down. The- the Claire's used to living alone and just leaves open shit free.
0: Yeah, that's insane. We don't have a we don't have a Tupperware. That's fine. That's fine. I was like a little tipsy still. I thought I put the pears <laughs> higher up. I thought I put them in the No, because I, I
1: knocked one. down the pears by taking out the pizza no, box. I, no, I no, I
0: believe you. I just I I don't remember moving them there. No, sorry, so I wondering. imagine
1: there's a lot of movies about, like, finding God that would lead to fan fiction. Yeah. I can't yeah. think of Naria one. Naria one. Yeah. <laughs> but we're definitely not doing that today. No, we are not. Claire, what are we doing? Uh, this oh, week... Oh, is my fairings. <laughs> Your Grace. I'm Grace.
0: I'm Claire. That's Claire. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, are we doing? <laughs> this week... This week, we're reading a Lorax Wunceler fic. Uh, d-
1: yeah, how... What yeah? What's we've talked about the Wansler a little bit. I can't remember why. Um, um, I think it's just come up in yeah, and passing. it's probably
0: because uh, I was on Tumblr when uh, the Lorex movie came out, which mm. I think was like 2012. So I, I have just found it to be a fascinating fandom uh, because the Wansler is a character in the Lorex, and I don't know how to explain that to you if you haven't read Doctor Seuss. But he's just he's just a guy. He's
1: the he's the well in the in the child's book he's the villain. kind of. He's like, he turns bad. Yes, Where he like progresses yes. into
0: to capitalistic success. Yes, is yeah, his character is true of the Yeah, his character <laughs> is yeah. His character is like a guy who is like interested in business um who then slowly transforms into capitalistic, you know, anti uh anti-environment, anti-environment uh, person and then at the end of the book he sort of like realizes like I fucked up and I fucked up the world and I need to make amends. Yes, and the whole thing is like uh unless somebody cares and so like he's telling in the book he's telling this kid like unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot we're going to continue to be fucked yeah and so they had a movie in like the 60s 70s and then right oh yeah oh yeah there was like a
1: the style of the book cartoon movie wasn't there yes yeah yeah it was like an animated little Um, 2d
0: thing 1972 60s no dang it <laughs> shoot <laughs> so close so anyway i saw all of this happen on tumblr and the thing that was most um, interesting remarkable this is from the movie from 2012, 2012. Not the yes. 60s movie no not the 70s movie. movie in the in the 2012 movie the Onceler he like starts as like a small business guy and then he like slowly uh, succumbs to the greed of capitalism mm-hmm. and then he has like a costume change a character change um, and i will read this uh Onceler fandom wiki oh good <laughs> because what he what became is that he, the onesler transforms into the greedler oh and like he, they call him that yes or is no, that like not the, an, that's like the fan name that's for the his fan post. Name. yes it's not like they call him that in the
1: movie okay so so when people refer to the onesler and like well I, i'm sure we'll get into this whole onesler shipping conundrum <laughs> yes they're they're specifically referring to his pre- Yes. His, his, like, first evolution. <laughs> yes. When he
0: is, like... Um, a regular guy. When he's just, like, a regular a nice emo punk uh, nice guy person. Yeah. So uh, I think he was pop- popular on Tumblr because he kind of has that kind of nerdy aesthetic and then he kind of gets more mm. punk grunge. So yeah. I'm going to read this section about uh, the Greedler. The Greedler is the nickname given to the Wunzler after his transformation song, How Bad Can I Be, from the 2012 hit movie, The Lorax. During the transformation, he dons a tall top hat, a striped green suit, a striped green and black tie. Turns into a pimp. (laughs) Yes. Long black (laughs) pants, the iconic green gloves, and a small truffle tree lapel, also upgrading his guitar to an electric one. Mm. He turns from being a somewhat noble businessman into a money-hungry capitalist who will do anything to sell... The, this wiki says his sex toys but I feel like that's not what the thneed was so I don't know what that's about <laughs> is there like a hyperlink like does it go somewhere no what <laughs> well in the movie he is shown to be a, shown to be wall. I need that's where I have questions <laughs> <laughs> no I'm he, he's selling the thneed and the yeah. thneed is just like an all purpose item well yeah it, I don't like, think it's just a sex toy no it's I don't think
1: there must be a joke that like refers to it as all purpose or something. (laughs) Yes.
0: While in the movie, he is shown to be a well-meaning yet naive guy who doesn't see what he did wrong until it's too late. The fandom has made him a bit more malicious in his actions, akin to his song, his cut song, Biggering. Mm. The Greedler spawned the most popular ship with the Wonsler fandom being the Wonsler X the Greedler. The ship has been dubbed as Oncest, but due to more arising ship- ships, it's also known as classic cest.
1: Is it incest if it's yourself?
0: And I think... I think fundamentally no. I don't know. I think no. I don't know that there is... There's, there's got to be a new word for that. we got to make up a new word. <laughs> it's that, well, one, you have to, like... It's complicated because that this isn't a thing that w- happens but, in the real. Yeah, world. it's not a real thing, and it's like not a thing that's even happening in the movie. It's like yeah. a weird thing in that, like I think what was transpiring was like people would make fan art of Onceler and then they would make fan art of Greedler, and then they're yeah. slowly both in the same art, and then kissing, and yeah. now yeah. smutting. Yeah. So yes, there were. I remember there being other Wunslur. Because people were making like more or less like one slur personas, right? Like yes. Of there whatever. was multiple one slur personas because there's like different emotions. Like I think there's like a sad one slur mm. and um, just like... Because I, I would assume it's... I would guess that it's because he has such a...
1: He turns into a different person with a different like outfit that manifests itself as
0: like, oh, he could have evolved into so many things. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Yes. So this fic that I've brought is a one slur greedler... Uh, fanfic okay Uh, because again I I just wanted to see the what's the core of this (laughs) yes thing I read a bunch and this one doesn't really explain why they are two of the same people it's like more chill other ones I read they're like very they were like more on the nose like they're twins Mm. they are I just assumed we were like in
1: a like ethereal realm of we don't have to explain this there just are two of them
0: Yes. And this fic that we're reading is more like that. And other ones, um, I think wanted to lean more into we're gonna explain the th- kinkness yeah. of uh sleeping with your clone or yeah. your twin or yeah. so yeah, that they, for like, twins it's says that yeah tracks. So the fic we're reading today is called Drunk Cookies kay. by Lynn underscore star dragon. And um there is context <laughs> for the fic now that I'm, just I'm looking al- at the the cocktail with the new light. <laughs> yeah it's this we're an alcohol podcast i was trying to because there was it's, it's for the for the
1: listener there's like speckles of stuff at the top of the drink which i do you think those are cookies well that's what i was trying i was like no. did you like drizzle a cookie into this cocktail and i was like that would be gross it would not look this nice if no, was, no if that was the case so i, but well, I had the thought we'll get we'll <laughs> get to just, the drink that you just sprinkled cookie on top of a whiskey or something
0: yes we'll get to the drink <laughs> all right we'll get there in a minute um <laughs> Some of the stuff again to like not spoil the fic. Uh, some stuff at the end of the fic I will also explain. Uh, the contents and some of the rationale Mm. for this particular fic okay anyway our author is Lynn he him or they them they are a 39 year old who is a manager of a little cafe over in the southeastern coast of the U.S. the dream they've been writing fanfic and just writing in general since elementary school Mm. fanfic since like 2002 2003 I think a Um, lot of us were writing like incidental fan fiction in elementary school. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, Yeah. obviously. Yeah, we all were. (laughs) Um, Their first fandom was for Yu-Gi-Oh! Before the card game, (laughs) I was say, the base series. Before the card game? Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! The base series, long before card games were on motorcycles. It was the first one I read about and the first one I wrote Uh, for. okay what is your favorite part of being involved in fandom? They said, I like the freedom of expression that fandoms can be a safe space, some more welcoming than others. And that is a way of finding and connecting others with similar interests. I can't imagine there's a lot of judgment in the ones that are fandom. seems like they're kind of just up for anything. (laughs) Uh, I like creating things for others to enjoy and also enjoy being inspired by others. Uh, With fan fiction, you start with a base setting characters whatever use from the franchise that people are familiar with and build outwards. The launching off point can allow for so much creativity and brainstorming. I've seen people get into insane levels of character analysis based on what the writers leave out as much as the details they choose to include.
1: Yes, sometimes this the, whole
0: podcast. Yes, sometimes the thought process <laughs> is amazing to follow. So they so they ultimately like it for the creative. Wow, someone really explained why comedy. people listen to our podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, fundamentally, that is why. That's very helpful for me
0: personally to explain to other people. <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> thank you, Lynn. <laughs> yeah. Find them on AO3 at Lynn_Stardragon. Um they're also on the internet with the same name and also on fanfiction.net as HappyDragon411. And then they're also writing other stuff. They also like to be on the website tatteredworld.com and they're writing uh, Hmm. fiction for that as well. I don't know that one. And tattered world is like the dark souls of pet sites. And there is a lot to explore. There's like I was like this is this is a crazy thing that I'm reading. It's like a forum and you like are posting and role playing. You oh, can have OCs. Okay. It's also in a post apocalyptic setting. Oh, the- it's like a
1: it's like a online not D&D necessarily, but like this was a this was a really popular thing like um I'm saying when we were like in like middle school, like kind of like an AO, like A O M AIM thing, yeah. where people would be like, "This is the place where we role play as specific people." Yeah. like like it's like LARPing but online.
0: Yes, <laughs> that was also part of the Lorex fandom is that people would make mm. like ask the onesler Tumblr posts and then like mm. Tumblr yeah. blogs. And oh, then yeah. you could, Tumblr like, asks were kind of like, and that. then you could like role play with the onesler, the greedler. Yeah, and, like do that kind of stuff. Wild. Now up to the drink. Yes. Uh, so what you have before you is a chocolate old fashioned. Oh, okay. So this is two ounces, of, two ounces of bourbon, half an ounce of chocolate liqueur. Then I grated a bunch of chocolate on the top. Yes. And then there are like two dashes of coffee. I have coffee cherry bitters. Oh, I had chocolate bitters too that I brought for you just in case that I forgot. Yes. <laughs> And then, uh, <laughs> that's okay. And, um, and then it is garnished with some chocolate syrup on the end. And there is a maraschino cherry to bring, bring it all out. together. Yeah. I have no idea how this is going to taste, but. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Hmm. Actually, that's good. Is there any citrus in this?
1: No. I was going to say, it tastes a lot more like, um, like it tastes really bourbon-y, but the chocolate kind of smooths out the like.
0: Yeah. Versus yeah. the citrus. Yeah. No, no. Kind of different. Yeah. And mm. you could have also, mm. um. You could put orange bitters and orange zest in it. Mm. Um, Ooh, that would also be good. I was I love leaning an orange chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I was, me too. For uh, the Lorax. For the Lorax. <laughs> Something orange. <laughs> Something orange. That would have been funny. But yes, I decided I had coffee bitters. So I was mm. leaning more on the coffee side. And so early in the day. So early in the day. And, so the day. <laughs> and um, it's also important to our fic that this kind of just this, this be more boozy than, than not. So we're going to get in, we're going to get into the fic. Notes, based on actual events. <laughs> I wish I was joking. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. Okay. This person's 39. They've lived life experiences. <laughs> They've lived a life. And this fic was written back in 2015. So mm. um, so even then, they had lived a life. Yeah. Wensler loved holidays. They were happy times of getting together with family and loved ones, something he had in spades after moving out of his mother's house. Greedler, his arguably future self, had only been the first of many new additions to his life. There had been the Lorax as well, and the brown barbelutes, the hummingfish and the swami swans, too. Even the people in town had become nicer to him once he took Greedler's advice to sell something other than needs. Hmm. Who knew flapjacks could be so popular? Gotta diversify. <laughs> with truffle berry preserves to boot. It wasn't so much of a stretch to say he had something of a fan club. Clearly he had a dedicated customer base. He only made so much product every day, so supplies were always limited. His cart catered to the late-breakfast lunch crowd, with lines wrapping around the block sometimes. First come, first served. He was very fair with his patrons, and people were always eager to see him the next day, if they could. Perhaps it was because he was so personable and friendly that had them coming back time and time again, even if he had run out of batter and closed the shop for the day. It was nice being able to talk to people in town and to people in general. The tourists loved him, too. He had become something of an attraction along with Greedler. I was going to say,
1: is it because he has a clone?
0: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or as most people in town knew him, the singing babysitter. It wasn't, <laughs> it, wasn't that, uh, it wasn't all that uncommon for people to grab a bite to eat with Wonsler, only to head over to hear Greedler playing his guitar. Oh, okay. What was uncommon to start were the people who brought gifts. Some people just really liked what the two of them did for the town, even if it was an unintentional byproduct of making a living. Most could see Wensler's dedication to something he loved doing and wanted to give back a little themselves. Others wanted to thank Greedler for bringing both beautiful music and important educational messages, mostly about the environment, to their children. This is post. Yes, this everything. is post. Yeah. yeah, as long as it was the small things, Wensler had no problem accepting. They still call him Greedler, though. Yes, I mean, like I guess they have to. That's his name, but like, he doesn't it feels have. Like,
1: any- <laughs> it feels like at some point be like, you know what? You deserve like a new nickname. You have proven yourself to not be greedy anymore. You've proven yourself. <laughs> Now you're the, uh, uh, what, what's the, what's the word for like somebody who gives a lot of money because they're rich. Generous. You're now, you're charitable. the charitable entrepreneur. <laughs> now you're the charitaller. Yeah. You're, you're now the char, we'll just call you charity for short because that's a name. That's, that's not true. usually for a band, but like whatever. Right. The charit <laughs> Yes.
0: The uh, givler. The givler. <laughs> the givler. There we go. As long as it was small things, one had no problems accepting the gifts. It would have been rude to turn thoughtful presents down. Bigger gifts tended to make him uncomfortable, and he would find polite ways to let the givers know he couldn't possibly accept them, mostly involving the inability to fit them in his wagon or being afraid that it would break on his way home. So naturally, his good customers picked up on this. They would bring little packages, nothing extravagant, no boxes of jewelry or precious stones, no checks for large sums or stacks of money. It became smaller things like a good book, a new set of cooking utensils, the occasional headband or apron, and of course, small care packages of home-cooked food. Cute. The boxed meals meant the most to Wansler. He spent all his time cooking for others, so it was always touching when someone went out of their way to cook for him. (laughs) Thoughtful. Yes. By the time Christmas had rolled around, his patrons had picked up on that too. Da, da, da. Do, they, do they also pay m-
1: money? Or is he just giving away flapjacks? No, I think they
0: pay money for flapjacks. Oh, oh, oh that's still nice, though. <laughs>
1: it's like this is almost like a like a
0: non-money economy
1: if we're, if we're yes. going that route.
0: No, and I think it's just like they're so uh, grateful for, like, revival of the town. Yeah. That they're like, thank you for doing this. I get that. Happy Yule! One served up another toasty warm platter of flapjacks for pickup. The man on the other side of the cart just smiled. Thanks, and happy Yule to you, too. With a few bills stuffed into the tip jar, he gladly took his order and moved aside for the next person. The next person was a little old woman with warm eyes and a small parcel tucked under her arm. Good morning, dearie. How have you been? I've been just wonderful, Granny Jane, Lord chirped back. There might have been people behind her, but every customer was important to him, which they all knew, and thus were content to wait patiently while he served every individual. Hmm. How about yourself? Can't complain, she tuckled, chuckled, chuckled, chuckled. She chuckled, chuckled. You knew it. <laughs> Words are so hard. <laughs> family, is all, family is all healthy and warm, and I'm still up and moving every day. I get out to see my friends and chat with this nice young man who serves lunch in the center of town. She gave a bit of a knowing wink over the top of her glasses, to which he gave a friendly laugh. Is this like a theme of like town fighting that is being resolved in this fan fiction?
1: Of like, oh, now everyone is so quaint. Because I'm like, this is so utopia. It feels like it's a reaction to something, but I don't know what.
0: Yes. And the best way I can describe it is like, yes, there's kind of a theme of that. In that okay. it's like in the Lorax, we go from kind of like, the one slur comes in on his wagon. Hmm. So we're like, we're perfectly fine in yeah. like a idyllic, but say like technologically low environment. Yeah, But like everyone's happy and content. And then um, he starts building th- needs and continues growing. And it's one of those, like, now I need these things. And, like, you're slowly uh, building up and up and up in consumerism. So yeah. we we went from a I was content and now I am never content enough because mm-hmm. now I am continuously striving for okay. more so and So it's like more. a return
1: to the stasis, but yes. with this new yes. environment. Okay. Yes.
0: Okay. So we have, like, collapsed down back to now there is, like, a <laughs> quaint happy town and everyone is, like, just... Doing enough to get by and have a happy life. I'm only going to make a certain amount of flapjacks. <laughs> yes,
1: we're not going to
0: go crazy. <laughs> yes, we're not going to go crazy. We're not going to make a machine that like makes, makes a all mil- the flapjacks. No, that could I will only want. serve as many flapjacks as I can on my own. We found about uh, not boundaries, but the we're, we're limits. To, we found limits. Yes, we're to we're striving for conscious consumerism. So we are like balancing it out. They bantered lightly for a few more moments before she asked if he had any truffle preserves left. Wunsler brought out a few jars of varying sizes and helped the elderly lady to put together a little bundled selection. They'll be gifts, she mentioned offhandedly. I'm sure everyone will love them. If they don't, or have some kind of problem, the young vendor quickly ducked under his cart and brought out a red ticket for each jar in the gift basket. Have them come by my cart with one of these gift receipt tickets. He quickly scribbled a, a time and date on the back of each ticket before stamping them valid. He wouldn't have been so paranoid about redundancies and failsafes, but Greedler insisted on some level of accountability, and people had tried to scam him before. Not impossible, even in this perfect town. (laughs) Even in this perfect town. Bless your heart, Wensler. Here. She brought out the parcel that had been under her arm all that time and slid it over the counter to the mildly confused merchant. It was slightly smaller than a shoebox, bound up with twine and a bow. I'm sorry it's not wrapped properly, but it's the inside that counts. Happy holidays, dearie. Don't eat them all at once. Oh, he smiled brightly, now that he had an inkling of what kind of gift it was. That's very thoughtful of you. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. With that done, she paid for her gift basket and was on her way. Wensler took a moment to store the box under his counter before asking the next person in line to step up. His heart was warm and his smile shone extra bright for the rest of the day, even well after his hours of operation had come and gone. When it was time to head home, Wensler brought the wagon up to meet the Greedler. The ex-business mogul was winding down his last set of seasonal tunes by the time he made it over to the town square. It was still nice to hear his older self play so passionately, and Wunzler settled in to watch the end of the show. He didn't have a terribly long uh, long to wait, and unlike him, Greedler's breaking-down shop consisted of packing away his electric axe, scooping up his own plastic tip jar, and bidding the crowd a good day. Sometimes the gathered children would plead for one more song, but given the cold winds and snow already on the ground, the green-clad man would oh, not be outside. Yes, I guess. Oh, I thought he had a little, a little venue or something. No, I think he's, um, <laughs> he's just out in the street. I think he's busking, Have a good time. Yep. <laughs> uh, the green-clad man could not be swayed and shooed all the little ones back into the protective arms of their parents. Once they were herded off, he looked ar- about for his younger twin and headed his way. It was as Greedler was approaching that he noticed a particular-looking parcel on the front seat next to said twin. Oh, you got one too? Hmm. I guess so. One slurred. No, no. Getting the, tipped and gifts is so fun. Want to hear about that? That's way. That makes way more sense if he's not
1: really making money. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, oh, here's like a. I noticed you maybe need like a new guitar string. Here you go. Here you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Wansler noted the identical package under his elder's double arm. Hmm. Elder doubles. Elder, Elder. doubles. Arm. He doesn't have two arms. Yeah. I was like, what's that? <laughs> it sound like he was like a. No. And that was just. Arms. That was just the inflection I had put on it. Granny Jane, the very same. He pulled himself up into the seat while Wansler moved his own box. Out oh, of is the it way. cookies. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was like, cookies. how are we going to get to cookies? <laughs> it's cookies in the box. Granny Jane has made some cookies. Special cookies. Cookies you shouldn't eat all at once. I was going to say, this feels like something. <laughs> a few moments of shifting things. Think about the title of... I, know, I thought about it for a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'm, putting these, I'm putting these threads together. I've connected them. I've connected no, I the just dots. told
1: you that they were connected. No, no, no. I put, put them together. together. I put them together.
0: I put them together. A few moments of shifting things and getting themselves situated later, Melvin was pulling the wagon at a comfortable pace, headed back to their house tent in the woods. she tell you not to eat them in one go? Yepo. o shifted so he was leaning towards his double. Greedler casually angled his body so they were closer together, and it looked as natural as two friends trying to stay warm could be. They liked to save cuddles for after they had passed the town limits. XXX. <laughs> Sounds like illicit in this town. <laughs> I mean, maybe if sure. they are, in fe- maybe if the Greedler is from the future. I was going to say, like, like,
1: they're already really accepting the fact that there's two of these guys, so we don't really know how that exists. Like, why can't they also be in love? <laughs> why why is, the- is that the line? Why is that the line? If we've already accepted. They love them both so much
0: and in such similar ways. Might as well. Just, <laughs> just accept it. Just accept it. <laughs> Cookies? Greedler eyed the contents of his box. Granny Jane hadn't said to wait for any specific holiday date to open them, so he had opened up the brown parchment paper at the first available opportunity. Their food, yeah. Inside had been a plain little box, and inside of that had been clearly homemade cookies. She had even left a little note inside naming them Mama's Whiskey Cookies. Ah. Well, he grinned, that explains why we can't eat them all at once. What do you mean? Wensler had one of his cookies in hand, already half eaten. Greedler snorted, just go easy on them. Sure. How much whiskey can you put in a cookie? You'd be surprised. I like
1: that a lot in real life. I was like thinking of mechanics of cooking. Oh, (laughs) don't you worry.
0: It will be explained in real life if I wanted to make these. How would I do it? (laughs) Yes. Sure. Not that he had any clue why he'd need to. Just because they were called whiskey cookies didn't mean that they were actually made with whiskey. It's like vodka sauce. Yeah, it is made fur- with vodka. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he further reasoned as he finished munching on his indulgence that even if they had been made with whiskey, it had probably just been for flavor and been completely cooked out by now. That's how cooked. Yes. <laughs> yes. Still, he'd limit himself to how many a day he'd have of the box, just for his double's peace of mind. XXX. Over the next week, business picked up to a frantic pace. It was the heart of the holiday season, and everyone was busy getting gifts for their families and friends. Wunceler's little cart became very popular. He had to put a limit both on how much preserve he sold each day and how much an individual could buy, or he had been out of stock by the end of the first day. (laughs) He had been preparing for this, but it was still frighteningly, frightfully chaotic. Everyone
1: who's been in the service industry knows this.
0: (laughs) Yes, this is very real. Some days
1: he hardly (laughs) had I I worked at a bakery for a little while over the summer. One of the summer months I don't know which I don't know which day it is there is National Donut Day, which is one of those holidays that's just fake, like somebody said it was that day. it's not a bank holiday, it's not a religious holiday. it's just a thing that people someone said one time.
0: you actually can register holidays. I used to at uh, a previous job write down what the obscure holiday of the day was, and I would like look it up. yeah, I don't remember what day national donut day was. It's in the summer because I worked on that day yes. um <laughs> and and yes, uh, in order to like, make something a holiday, it, there's, like, a form. And so I th- didn't work here very long, but I was like, oh, okay. So like, people
1: are really, like, aware of National Donut Day in this bakery. And they're like, we really have to prepare for how busy it's going to be. And I was like, totally sure. Makes sense. Yeah. The pandemonium that was National Donut Day was, like... I was my... Uh, we could not make donuts fast enough. And yeah. we had made so many, like, the night before, which no one ever does, because, like, that's an old donut now. <laughs> like...
0: No, I was um, Donut Club president at my previous job, so yes, I think there was a year that do- National Donut Day fell on when we brought in donuts, Yeah, and it was nuts. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I think we had to
1: do that thing where we were like, no one can buy more than a dozen. Yeah. And even that was like, everybody's going to get a dozen donuts, because everyone yeah. was doing that at their office, too. Yeah. And I was, we were just like, it was just chaos. Yes. <laughs> it's like, so many people are working here right now. Yes. it's not what I signed up for. <laughs>
0: Yeah, holidays can be a tough time in the service industry. Yeah. Try not to be triggered right now. No, it's fine.
1: I didn't work there that long. I was just like, man, yeah, this is accurate.
0: Oh, yeah. Some days, he hardly had the time to look down at his watch to see if it was time to close up shop or not. On those days, eating his own lunch became not only a luxury, but a downright impossibility. Knowing that he had to at least eat something, unless he wanted Greedler to berate him for not eating, he took to packing little snacks to go with his lunch. In most cases, the little snacks ended up being something simple he could grab, and the easiest things to grab were usually some of his cookies. It wasn't many. Oh, no. Three at the most. Oh, no, you're not eating real food, buddy. Just to get get him through the day. (laughs) Oh, buddy. Everything Mm -hmm. had been fine during the week. He'd work his shift, eat what he could, and at the end of the day, eat his actual lunch on the way home. It was a pretty solid pattern that had been serving him well during that time. When the weekend rolled around, however, it was a different story. He did like the cookies and nibbled them sparingly at home. Again, he was careful not to have too many at once. Really, he couldn't understand what all the fuss had been about. It wasn't until he woke up one morning with the start of a huge headache that he got his first clue. Huntsler whimpered a little (laughs) at the sudden light flooding the room, sunlight from the window being thrown open. Rise and shine, buttercup! The Lorax took a deep breath from the window and ducked Greedler's automatic reflex to throw something at him. I wasn't talking to you.
1: (laughs) Does he just show up kind of randomly now? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think so. (laughs) Yes.
1: The Griebler responded with- He doesn't
0: have any connection to trees anymore. Now he
1: just kind of like pops in when he's got a lesson to tell you. (laughs) So I'm about to teach you some facts. Like a weird little,
0: uh, oh man, fuck, I had a- (laughs) It's like, like if the more you know was like a person, and so you're just like, like, I'm going to teach you something. Hey, by the way, here's some morals. (laughs) There's some mythical
1: creature that does shit like that, but I can't think of what it is. It's not a leprechaun, but it's like somebody.
0: He's like Jiminy Cricket, but like, you know, a little uh, little more obnoxious, maybe. Yeah. yeah.
1: I am the Lorax. I speak for your conscience. (laughs) I speak for the ethics. I
0: speak for your uh, surroundings. Yes. Broadly. I had to get more vague after the trees were gone. (laughs) I am the Lorax. I speak for ethical morals. You shouldn't be doing that. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it.
1: He's like the personified the more you know star.
0: (laughs) Just the Lorax. He just kind of look like that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. With his fuzzy little mustache. More you know. That's a hangover.
0: (laughs) That's a hangover. (laughs) Did you know those cookies had not like, in them?
1: And then he, arc, jumps into the sky. <laughs>
0: yes. Greedler responded with his customary hiss and uh, buried his head under the pillows. It took him a few moments to realize the body next to his wasn't moving. Curious, he peeked out from under the safety of his shady hideaway. The onceler was still cocooned in blankets of plenty and didn't look like he was going to come out anytime soon. The former tycoon's brows furrowed. Oncey? A pathetic whine answered him as the younger man snuggled deeper into the soft covers. Hey. Greedler came slightly out of hiding just as the Lorax looked over the over with concern as well. Mm-hmm. They usually didn't agree on anything, but the boy's health and safety was one of the rare exceptions that proved the rule.
1: Does the Lorax live here? I don't know.
0: Maybe. <laughs> maybe this is a. Maybe this is. It's like their weird roommate that they don't like. I yeah. think I think Onceler likes Lorax. I think Greedler yes, doesn't. Tracks. Yeah. But I don't know. It's funny. Insert your choice of what their three-person relationship is. A couple and their annoying roommate, <laughs> a polyamorous couple with the
1: one person that they're think the not Larynx really is part into. Of this polyamorous track, I really—that's more upsetting to me <laughs> than the onceler <laughs> and the greenler being together. Lorax <laughs> isn't a human. Yeah, he is no—he barely has a personality. <laughs> but that mustache—it's though. It's just like a personification of tree
0: morale. <laughs> like, don't is, date that is that not enough for you no it sounds like that's what you were it's in college incredibly though, one-dimensional when you were in your sustainability I was a bad person were. to
1: date in college okay fair. that's fair. am I wrong uh, no <laughs> uh, dating me was exactly like trying to date the lorax which is why when my boyfriend at the time said he loved me I was like I don't believe you <laughs> I have been <laughs> Loraxing you our entire relationship. What about the trees? Do you love the trees? It wasn't even that. I was like, I am aware that I'm a Lorax right now. I have a mustache. There is no way you can love me. You're lying.
0: But you can fly by the seat of your pants. You're not wrong. That is cool. <laughs> that is cool. He just like lifts up his pants then he like which is his Fly away. And flies away. Which is his skin. I feel like you don't really like me as a person. You like me because I can fly off by the seat of my pants. You know that's that's a good feeling. They usually didn't agree on anything, but the boy's health and safety was one of the rare exceptions that proved the rule. Oncey, what's wrong? He gave a pain mule buf- mule like mule mule before I muffled. Head hurts. Came oh, through the covers. Baby, is it real bad? Lorex stood yes. on tiptoes so that even his mustache was over the edge of the bed. <laughs> Another pained whine was his only answer. That's a yes. Greedler was now wide awake. Thoughts of sleep and grumpiness pushed to the side as paranoia came to the forefront. Once he, he, started to grow up under the blankets, looking for an edge with which to peel back the protective fabric shell. Can you sit up? The blob of blankets gave a, heart, a half-hearted shift before another unhappy sound issued forth. Okay, so moving hurts your head? Up hurts, too. How about speaking? Onceler slayer hummed thoughtfully. Hurts. <laughs> no, me stuff. no. Okay, then. Thinking? Slow, harder, but no. Right, that gave him something to work with. Anything else hurt? Sore throat? Hands? Eyes? He shifted again. Light really hurts. Greedler frowned at that. Have, be, have you been watching your blood sugar? It wasn't like the boy hadn't uh, could have eaten in his sleep, but so help him if he had skipped out on lunches just because of the holiday rush. I eat. Every day. Snacks, too. I definitely super eat. <coughs> like a normal person. <laughs> like a normal person. Now he was highly confused. He had been eating snacks and keeping his sugar up as well as lunch. Maybe he was just hungry now? How do you feel, aside from bad and in pain? Sleepy. (laughs) He probably should have seen that coming. Just as he was about to open his mouth again, the Lorax cut in. How about some warm tea? Or a cold glass of water? The blankets shivered. Tea. (laughs) The orange spirit looked up and met the gaze of the older human. So warm drinks are good, and cold drinks are bad. I feel like I want a cold drink when I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Mostly I'm
1: thirsty. Yeah, mostly I'm thirsty.
0: Yes. Greedler nodded. Give me nodded,
1: all the beverages. Give me every beverage. <laughs> every
0: beverage. Greedler nodded to the shrewd forest dweller, who turned his attention back to Wansler. I'll go make you something mild. Then he dropped back to his feet and patted away, though not before throwing Greedler another look. The time traveler waved him out. Okay. That's okay. That's fine. Okay. Okay. So Explanation. Right. Yeah. He's preventing a dystopia. Yeah. His good message. For him. Yeah. His message had been received loud and clear, and he'd try to piece together what was going on. Hey oncey, he waited for the blankets to whine at him again. Can you tell me what your week has been like? Told you. Tell you every night we come home. He could almost hear the pout in his young double's voice and yeah, couldn't it would be help- really
1: confusing to try to Assess what's wrong with your partner when he's like, Well, you know, yeah, eating has been kind of weird, but like, you know, I have a snack throughout the day and I eat my meal when I can. And like, I'm then doing
0: everything, right? And then
1: you say, Oh, but it was like, it was a sugar coated donut for five hours. And then I didn't eat. And then I ate real food at S- 4 p.m. Yes.
0: <laughs> you have to like be like, Okay. Except so the donut also eating. was full of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, you have been eating, but what have you been eating all day? <laughs> I had one whiskey every two hours. <laughs> yeah, and then now I'm not. And now I feel bad. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> you tell me about the people. I want to hear about you. What your days are like. There was another hesitation before once lowly murmured a recap of his week. Each day was busy but delightful. The people were nice, even if he hardly had time to eat. He resorted to just munching on little snacks to keep himself going. Usually he just subsisted on candies or cupcakes. But since Granny Jane had made those cookies, he brought a few of them to work each day. Oh, a few. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot. Greedler covered his face with his palm. And you've been eating them at home, too. <laughs> oh, this was rich. Hey, Wancy, how do you feel about food? Unsurprisingly, he wanted a little to do with it. <laughs> he tried his hardest not to laugh, though he knew he was probably smirking like a fiend. Thank goodness his younger self wasn't looking at him. But tea is okay? An affirmative mule answered him. Okay. When the Lorax came back into the room, he was first worried for the young human and annoyed that the older human didn't look worried anymore. What's the big idea? I know what's plaguing her. You've
1: been her. having eight drinks a day. <laughs> I know what's plaguing We're concerned. How many cookies did she give them? A lot. There's so many. I know she what's... She had to give them like four dozen cookies. Like <laughs> Probably.
0: I know what's plaguing our baker extraordinaire. He slid out of the bed to get to the drawer of the nightstand, where from it he pulled out a large pill bottle of painkillers. Someone has a hangover. The pile of blankets jerked up at that. no. Then fell back into the pillows. I don't drink. Told me not to. I don't drink. Lorax placed the cup of tea onto the nightstand before he dropped it. Yes, Slim, it's not like buttercup to go partying on the town. (laughs) He didn't have to. Greedler dumped two pills into his palm before setting the bottle aside. He brought the goods home with him as cookies. Now both the spirit and young merchant were confused. Wunzler even poked his head out from the swirl of blankets. Huh? Greedler just picked up the cup of tea and brought it over to the young man. Drink first. Wunsler took a sip and these, and he took the pills to swallow as well. Good. He offered his younger double another chance at the tea before putting the cup back down. So, Wansi, you remember those things are called whiskey cookies? Yeah, his brows knit in confusion, but that's just for flavor. The former CEO just laughed. Obviously, it's not. (laughs) Nope. Those things are like half alcohol, I asked, which he suspected to be the case anyway. Now, that's not a problem for me. I'm used to knocking back a few stiff drinks now and then, as in every oh, yeah, night. You don't drink. Oh, no. I didn't even think about that. I know. Oh, as oh, as no. in every night, once his company had started to go belly up. You, though, you don't drink, right? Winslow shook his head, and you're thin as a rail and working yourself to the bone. And not bone. eating any food. And not eating and drinking enough. Oh, because so. I Because I was thinking about this. I was like, well, okay. Like, theoretically,
1: this weekend, we have a drink. Mm-hmm every know, a couple hours like we have a lot of drinks in total but we don't yeah. have a lot of drinks out once and i was like what? and i don't wake up hungover and i'm still fairly youthful i'm yes. in my 30s though so i feel like a lot of people would disagree with me. <laughs> this is the age where you get hungover yes I'm like well yeah no he doesn't drink oh this is bad yeah no this is that <laughs>
0: good this is bad yes you're not eating and drinking enough so he shrugged you got drunk on cookies <laughs> one slayer just gaped at his older twin. I did what now? Was a stupid problem. You got drunk on cookies, <laughs> apparently. At work, <laughs> Lorex shook his head before grabbing his face. Congrats! I want to hear the. I want to hear the customers being like, "Wow, he was just so silly the other day."
1: He's so silly. He's <laughs> so silly. Like he was having a great time. He was having it was a kind great of time, fun, but like I don't know, he was clumsy. He's I don't just, know what's going on with him. He just
0: seemed to be in like a silly, goofy mood, a little spacey. Yeah. <laughs> It's certainly an achievement, Greedler agreed. Should I burn the rest of them? The nature spirit helpfully offered. <sniffs> nah, he waved the idea away. We just can't let him eat any more than a few every week. He looked at his younger self over. Maybe every other week to start. Once it's <laughs> better. Once Or just pouted at both of them before snuggling deeper into his blanket next. After tea, I want hot cocoa. It might have been a demand, but it was ruined by how adorable he looked. Mm. Sure, Greedler smiled as he sat back and drinks the bed. all coming together. <laughs> the dairy will help. So what have we learned? Once we rolled his <coughs> eyes. If it's made with alcohol, it's not alcohol free. <laughs> and what do you need more yeah. than, and that you need more than cookies to live off of, Griedler urged. He pouted harder. And that I need more than cookies to yeah, live off of. In general, that is good life advice, yeah. like regardless of the whiskey. Right. Good. Greedler pecked him on the top of his head. I'm going to make you soup. Lorax is going to stay here and keep you from getting into mischief. You're staying in bed until up no longer hurts. Clear, clear, came two answers in unison. Satisfied with their answers, he left to make good on that soup. Really, it was a wonder he had lived to become himself without someone there to watch over him. But then he could make sure that he grew up to be a better person this time around. Hmm. Finn. Nice. So, yeah, this... what is the actual thing that happened? Okay, so number one, I was like, what? how much whiskey is in these? And so I like Googled and our author has even more context of, so I was looking up at these recipe and like a whiskey cookie, at least the recipe I looked at did have some cocoa powder in it, which is why I was leaning Mm. um, whiskey and chocolate. And that's how we got to old fashioned. One could also argue the hot cocoa. Um, And there's like a half a cup of uh, whiskey in this particular recipe I was looking at. Okay. Which is... We've had to do this so many times
1: this weekend. How many ounces are in? That's four habitat? shots. That's four shots of... In the uh, whole recipe, though? Yes.
0: Okay, that's not that but, much. So what inspired this particular mm-hmm. fic? And it's like, uh, the author both identifies like themselves being... They're like, I'm the onesler to my partner's greedler. And uh, anyway, they were like, making, uh, I, hardworking onesler that I am, was running around doing everything, not taking care of myself, just grabbing cookies for snacks. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you do. And then they were like, we don't have a lot of money to spend on gifts this year, so I'm going to make cookies for my friends for Christmas. And their partner is celiac. And so they oh, have okay. to make gluten-free cookies. Okay. Now, if oh. you've ever made gluten-free baked goods, oh. they have a tendency to be dry. Uh-huh. And so they were using the whiskey uh-huh. to help moisten the dough. Oh. And so they ended up putting uh, a full bottle of whiskey. They said a moderate-sized bottle like you get in a wine and spirits shop. Not mm-hmm. the smallest, but maybe the next one up. So they put like a whole thing of whiskey. For how many cookies? And then the cookies were so like... I don't know how many cookies they were, but they were explaining that the cookies were, like, the size of, like, a Teddy Graham. Like, they were very small. Yeah. But, like, there was a, like, a zillion but of them. But then you also eat a bunch of them. Like, yes. you know, you're not going to eat one. And then, like, on top of that, they were saying that, like, they also have a tendency to be hypoglycemic. And so their blood sugar runs low. Mm. And so they have to eat a lot. Hence oh, a lot of cookies. Oh. And so um, this scene was largely based on a real life event. And
1: uh, I thought we were going to go into like a like this felt this feels like something kind of a drunk grandma or a drunk aunt would do is to like. Like the alcohol would bake out, so maybe yeah, they you would either um like soak yeah, it so, you know, or put like a like you know, um what's it called? Better than sex cake. Yeah, where, where you like, like drizzle. Po- I was like like I thought of, that's where we were yeah, going. Yeah, like all of the poke
0: cakes where you drizzle syrup yeah, on yeah, them. Yeah, or like there was like a glaze that had no. uncooked whiskey in like no. a sugar. And they also thought Oof. and what when, when we were emailing back and forth, mm-hmm. both of us prior to the mm-hmm. knowledge that informed this story, were like, yeah, shouldn't it cook out? No, not enough. Maybe whiskey is special. And I think the other part is, I think to like cook things out, you have to cook them at a relatively high heat for a long period of time. Mm. And cookies, especially small cookies, like, like very quickly. bake very quickly. Oh, so true. there's probably just not enough well, yeah, time most of to stuff like, like
1: wine or sherry or yeah. like maybe vodka is like cooked in like a like yes. a sauce, not like, yeah. a, like an and oven.
0: I, and I did know that like if you make like a red wine reduction, that it's like, most of the alcohol is gone, but you shouldn't like if you're a person abstaining for religious reasons, mm. you should assume there's like trace amounts so. in there. So thank you to Lynn for their contribution to That's science so funny. and to fandom <laughs> for uh, providing uh, this context. And yeah, I just was like, oh, they I were see- every character. They were the onesler and the grandma that were the cookies and the partner <laughs>
1: like kind of because of the flesh. <laughs>
0: Um, oh, that's so funny, but yeah, I just thought that was so funny that I was just like this is this is hilarious, and also like uh i just uh this is hilarious, and now, like I also considered making you um whiskey cookies, and then i was, <laughs> that I was I the don't have have. It was a cookie i would i would have been confused i would have <laughs> <laughs> are you brought me an edible Thing. And I'll be like, okay, you have to eat eight of them for
1: the equivalent <laughs> of one drink. You just bring me like a tray of like teddy grams. And I'm like, I don't understand. I'll be like, I'll tell you at the conclusion when of I'm drunk. And- <laughs> I'll be like, what's in these cookies? I'll be like a whole Four bottle. shots of whiskey. <laughs> I'm just drunk the rest of the day. Yeah. That
0: would be funny. <laughs> but yeah, so that was uh a peek into like the Lorax fandom. So we kind of got a taste of like mm. there there is an element of that uh, having sex with your future self.
1: Well, and it like because it was about this like actual event. It yes. was it had that um the like osmosis of like I'm just putting in everything that I've seen in this fandom without mm-hmm. like overly explaining it. So it was it was a good like example of like this is kind of just the general vibe. Yep. I had a lot of fun reading it. So too cute. All right. Well, thank you, Lynn. Uh, very silly. <laughs> very silly use of one slayer, I think.
0: Yes. Do whiskey cookies at your Thanksgiving. See how it goes. Yeah, just inflict those on people and see what happens. Yeah, if you're like an all-adult household. And everyone drinks and it's like acceptable, just yeah. like see what happens.
1: Just be like, hey, maybe give one or two of these a try. See how you feel. Yeah, see
0: <laughs> See how See how you feel. What should I bring you next week? Uh, so next week... I would like to see I love a very lighthearted uh sports movie. I mm. find them to be heartwarming and they make me misty and so I like I like seeing people overcome the odds. Mm. Um so next week I would like to see a fanfic for either Miracle, the Miracle on Ice story, America Russia yes. The Olympic yes game. Yes. I know sports. Did you know... No. <laughs> that the American hockey team that won in Miracle on Ice, mm-hmm. they practice... Spoilers. No, really. <laughs> they, they practice in a ice arena in our area of Minnesota. Oh, that does not surprise me because mm-hmm.
1: uh, famously, Minnesota is very into hockey. Yes. And so <laughs> like they... Like aggressively into
0: hockey. Yeah. And so they're from our neck of the woods. That does not surprise me. And for your opposing... A league of our own. A tale of women who aren't going to cry during baseball. Definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) Underdogs, for sure. Underdogs, for sure. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yes. But I also, did you play baseball? No. Or softball? No. Hmm. I didn't play any hand I coordinated sports. Same. I played played t-ball, I think, and it's not for me. (laughs) Yeah, I was in karate for a number of years, and then I was at cross country with you. Yeah. Um, I dipped immediately. (laughs) I did it all through high school. I'm still a bad runner. Uh, It's really funny because like when I tell people and they're like, "What?"
1: You're like the opposite of whatever a stereotypical runner is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was. It's like funny because usually it comes up first that like I really truly hate running. I can't do it unless under like I should have been in baseball because then like I like running very small amounts of running at a time. small amounts of running and like with targeted
1: intent. Not you do seem like someone who, if you said you played softball, I would believe you. I'm very
0: competitive. That so, too. like, that's where that comes yeah. from. No,
1: my, my dad's side of the family is all runners, all yeah. of them. Me and my yeah. brother, not built for running. We have terrible posture. It really hurts our bones <laughs> to
0: run. It really hurts my spirit. <laughs> and to this run. is why
1: there's not a lot of, like, running underdog stories because <laughs> they're not as relatable. They're really not. Tell us about all the other underdog sports stories we're going to see. You can touch with us at findpairingspodcast at gmail.com or findpairingspodcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or Tumblr. And I guess you could find us on Twitter also.
0: Where we're just findpairingspod. Pod. pod. And please remember to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you leave us a five-star review and take a screenshot of your review and then send it to one of those social medias or to our email, you can request a 500-word fanfic you can choose who you would like to potentially write it. Choose what it's about. Uh, Whatever whatever you'd like. Whatever you need. And uh, we might read it, we might write it, and then read it at the end of the season. And if you want to see our beautiful
1: faces during the on-season, we are recording video episodes, video versions of uh, two out of four of the main feed for... uh, our bonus content for our main season and then we will continue making our steaming cream podcast while we are on the off season so you can continue to enjoy our content yep <laughs> alright so we will bring you some we'll, we'll probably continue to just talk about our own sports histories next week when we bring sport, you
0: sport, sports, sports 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 that's sports, what you chant sports.
1: at sports games is just just cover all your bases just yell sports <laughs> sport sport
0: sport, sport. <laughs> we'll
1: see you next
0: week goodbye goodbye